Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Save the Track Bike. I'm your host, Josh. On today's episode, I have Levi Blue. He is a YouTuber, a fixed gear cyclist, does all those kinds of things, and lives in London. And yeah, we had a good conversation. We talked about his number 22 bicycle, which is so sick. And we talked about his Brooklyn Machine Works, which is also so sick. And yeah, we just talk about fixie stuff and races and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, check it out. I'm here with Levi Blue, YouTuber, fixed gear cyclist. Occasionally, occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do you want to introduce yourself and talk about what you do? And uh, What do I do? Well, yeah, my name is Levi, or I think two people call me Blue. Um, I ride and race very occasionally. Uh, just always doing something on a bike. Um, yeah, started my YouTube, as you mentioned, I don't know, last year for Red Hook London. And yeah, I'm trying to build that up a little bit more now. I kind of care more about that than I do about my Instagram. Nice. Who uses Instagram? Yeah. I think I heard about your channel through Francis Cade, which is actually how I heard <laughs> about... Uh, it's like this whole circle, which I was kind of talking to Kira about when she was on. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how I found her, too. And then I was like hitting all of you guys up, be on the podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, do you know, I it, it's really annoying. It's like I've started my YouTube now. I'm like I just crossed over like to 900 subscribers yesterday, so it's getting it's getting decent, and I'm happy with it. But I keep getting recognized for being in Francis's videos. No one's like, oh, you're Levi from your own video. So like, oh, you're Levi from Francis K. It's like. Yes, yes, I know him. Thank you. <laughs> my videos as well, please. Well, if it's any uh, consolation, uh, I subscribe to your channel too. So, you yes. know, I watch all the videos now. <laughs> Loyal subscriber. Nice. So, how did that? Uh, how did the you get into cycling? How did that come about for you? Oh, okay. So, I think I was finishing secondary school, or I suppose you guys would call it high school. Um, so I was about, I don't know, 15, 16. Um, I was watching a lot of YouTube videos just about fixed gear cycling because I think one of my friends got pretty basic single speed. It wasn't even a fixed gear yet, but yeah, I just really liked it. I didn't even have a bike at the time or I had like a BMX or something. But yeah, watching all these videos and then obviously when it was on YouTube, it came across Line of Sight. Oh, yeah. And, I don't know, watched that how many times back to back. Um, I was like, yeah, I need, I need a bike. I need, I need one of these crazy single speed track bike thingies, wherever they are. So yeah, when I was finishing uh, school, for my like present, like like leaving present or whatever from uh, my godmother, she bought me my first bike. It's like two hundred and fifty pounds. Looking back at it now, it was, it was kind of terrible, but that was it at the time. What was it like twenty twelve or something? It's like that was that was my baby. Or a couple of years or so. And then, yeah, it's just sort of spiraled completely out of control. 
to now where yeah a bike then that cost well her say me 250 quid i i spent that on like my stem last year it's ridiculous how much it's grown <laughs> obsession addiction even yeah for sure i'm kind of in the same boat as well <laughs> do you remember what that first bike was i do it was a of course it was blue um it was a what the fuck was it oh can we swear yeah that might be a lot of swearing uh, uh it was a claude butler uh don't know what the model was but yeah like a claude butler god it was so terrible i thought it was the coolest thing in the world though like i had uh playing cards in the spokes um just horrible parts on i thought were awesome at the time i just had a little memory like pop up on facebook the other day i was like oh my god i used to ride that it was so bad <laughs> so bad it's like steel it was heavy but yeah that was my first bike i rode for a while and yeah just love that thing man i don't know where it is now i think i think i sold it to a friend and then it got stolen <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't actually remember what brand my first fixed gear was. It was like a, it was like a no name brand that I bought at a random bike shop for like three hundred dollars or whatever. And then, <laughs> yeah, I think that's where everyone starts though. Yeah, like their first of bike, it has to be terrible. It has to be terrible. Yeah, it has to, and then you gradually like get better and better from there. <laughs> exactly. I feel that I've earned my way up to the couple of bikes that I have at the moment. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. <laughs> what are those? Do you want to talk about your bikes right now? Because Yes. They're both fucking uh, rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they are like dream bikes of mine. So the one I got first was the Brooklyn uh, Gangster V2. Uh, loads of my friends have had them, and I just really wanted one. And yeah, one of my friends was like, just put some money aside. One day, one of them will pop up somewhere, and then you'll just have the money to buy it. So I was like, fine put aside some money and then lo and behold i don't know maybe six weeks later or so um actually no it's a funny story someone commented on one of my pictures of something completely unrelated i was like oh hey nice bike and think that was about my eight bar i was like oh thanks man checked out his account and he had a brooklyn so jokingly just replied hey if you're ever looking to sell your gangster let me know and then yeah six weeks later he was like yeah i'm selling my gangster i was like got money aside take my money frame is mine <laughs> like within two days like it is mine give it to me that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> um like, yes i have the money and just bought it for a really good price and like i just chucked a ridiculous amount of money at it to just build it perfectly the first time and it has not changed bar the cranks and like that is it that's awesome. so like thompson all over it fill uh hubs and change from omniums to sagino 75 dds and like it has stayed pretty much the same um, but yeah, that is one of my dream bikes, which I have. And then the other one is the number 22 Little Wing. Um, kind of like a love story. Uh, I, <laughs> I rode, I rode, who did I ride first? I think I rode Chaz's, um, or not Chaz, in uh, London Red Hook a couple of years ago. I was like, this is cool, man. The hell is it? Rode it around, liked it. It was, like, it was too small for me because um, he has deceptively short legs. But I like this feels good. And I rode um, Willis's of Deluxe Cycles in Barcelona uh, a few weeks later. I was like, yeah, I need to get one. So uh, I emailed number twenty-two. I was like, I I need to have one of these. Like, but uh, we got to do something about the price because it was ridiculous. So you know, we sorted something out, and then yeah, after that. Uh, I think it was five weeks turnaround. I had it. Um, 
I kept sending emails in between that time for little like upgrades. I was like, is it too late to have the blue anodizing? Nope, cool, send me the invoice. Is it too late to get a blue Chris King headset? Nope, send me the invoice, great. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I got it. I'm looking at it now, and it is just sitting prettily over there. I don't want to ride it at the moment because it rains a lot here. Yeah. So I'm on the gangster a lot. But yeah, two dream bikes, basically, well, I say finished. They're never really finished, but there's not much else to do to these. I just got that blue King Cog uh, 44 RN for the 22. Oh, and yeah. I think that's it now. Like, there's nothing else to do to it. <laughs> yeah, those are rad, man. I uh, That's Titanium, right? Those guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that to ride? I've actually never even gotten to ride a titanium bike before. It's it's weird because yeah, I've had I've had steel, have had aluminium, haven't had carbon yet, but I've had a carbon road bike. But we won't talk about that because fuck road bikes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's like in between carbon and steel, so it's it is it is stiff. Uh, it's not as stiff as a uh, couple of bikes I've had, but then it's really comfortable as well. Like it's really soft and forgiving. Uh, quite like carbon it's you kind of have to ride it to understand or any titanium bike but it is it's an odd sensation because it's not like other materials it's really nice and forgiving kind of likes having suspension (laughs) yeah right (laughs) that's awesome yeah one of my friends uh back in the day maybe like 2008 2009 he Mm. had a brooklyn gangster that was orange oh yeah and for some reason after like two years or something he sold it and I'm just like, dude, no. why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I have, I have said I'm never selling either of these two bikes. You know, the rule is N plus one. Like, you never can have enough, enough bikes. Yeah, exactly. Like, these, these two will be the common denominators, and they will come and go on top of these two. Like, they'll never sell them. Yeah, I ever. feel you there. <laughs> I, I'll get to that point when I get the frame that I want, and then I'm just going to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like one of my friends is thinking about selling his his Brooklyn to get back something else. And if he's listening, you know who you are. Don't do it. Just no. keep it. Like <laughs> I've been seeing a messenger riding around Denver on one, and I'm just like so jealous of it. Give it to me. It's like I think it's camo, or I might just be imagining that. There are some pretty win out there, Brooklyns. Um, we do well. We haven't done for a, one for a while, but there's a a gangster ride um, that we've done about three times in London. Maybe get like twenty of them together, and there are some really weird paint jobs. But you can do sort of anything with them. That's like yeah, the beauty of that bike. Like one of my friends had a big, a really massive uh, like downhill fork on his for a while just to try it out. Just <laughs> big hole, you know. Yeah. Also, all about trying something new with these bikes. <clears throat> that's hilarious i remember when pharrell or was it kanye mm. i don't remember did they both have one <laughs> i know pharrell had one he's like for some reason kind of involved with brooklyn yeah <laughs> i don't know if he still is but yeah i remember that that was odd yeah that was a that was a weird time in the fixed gear world <laughs> it was like a like bunch pharrell. of people that didn't ride their bikes but they had really sick bikes <laughs> yeah it's like what pharrell he's riding brooklyn uh all right cool we'll go with that Whatever. yeah why not <laughs> he can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how did you get into racing like Red Hook and stuff? And what other kind of crits have you done? And Ooh, well, everyone knows that I take, I use the term racing very loosely. I've said that before. Um, how did I get into it though? Um, so Red Hook, London, 2016. 
2015, 25, uh, the first one in London, I think it was. Um, and we all heard it was coming to London, like loads of us on like the scene or whatever in London did it. I didn't do it. I just went along to watch, but it was just like the most awesome day because I'd saw so many people that I'd seen, you know, just on Instagram and stuff, like kind of fanboying a little bit. That was a few years ago. And then when it went to Barcelona, you know, a few weeks later, we had, oh shit, we had already sort of formed a team within uh, six weeks or so. And they just went out and did that. Uh, was that 2016? Yeah, that was 20, no, that's 2015. And yeah, I haven't missed one since. But it's, it's just like getting to see all my friends that I've like met over, well, I could say the years now of like doing the races and just traveling to other cities. I just love the atmosphere, going to see everyone racing or just, I always joke, I just turn up and get my picture taken for a few minutes and then get pulled <laughs> off pretty quickly. Um, and you get to make a vlog yeah. about it. <laughs> I get to make a vlog about it. This year is going to be good for the vlogs because, uh, yeah, I've only done Red Hook so far. I've always missed out. I don't know why. I've I've signed up to do the Rad Race like four times and I haven't done it. I have no idea why. I'm just lazy for booking stuff. Um, but I'm going to do the Mission Crit uh, in San Francisco this year and then do the Red Hook. So I'll be in America for about two weeks or so. Um, so yeah, I'll be doing, hopefully trying to do like a vlog maybe every other day or something, which is exciting. Can't wait for that. I'm going to get a GoPro. I also want to get a drone as well, just to up my game, but that's a way of ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're shooting on a G9 X right now or uh, yeah, G7 yeah. X? G7 X okay. Mark II. Nice. Uh, yeah, I've that was like the camera that everyone I watch on YouTube uses. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get that. It was actually in New York when I got it last year, um, like right at the end of my trip. I found it for a decent price in Manhattan. I was like, cool, I'll take that. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, I did the video, the first one a few weeks later at London. Love yeah. it. Yeah, so how <laughs> did that all come about? Like uh, your YouTube channel, how's it doing? Uh, what made you want to do it? Mm. Uh, yeah, so starting it, I think I actually just started it because I was getting quite um, quite a response to my Instagram, just doing loads of like funny stories and all that stuff. Um, and I realized that I could record just videos on my phone throughout the day and then spend I don't know, a couple of hours or so editing them all together to like 10 second clips and then make them sort of follow on. So they would be, I would upload like 20 of them and then you could watch it continuously on my instagram story and i did that like three days four days while i was in new york and people really liked them they're like you should start on youtube you should do a youtube <laughs> i was like uh, i don't know um because i was there for about 10 days last year yeah, i did it for the first few days and people kept saying to do a youtube you should definitely do it these have been amazing um so yeah i bought the camera and then started it but yeah, it's going pretty well. As I said, I've got about 900, I think, subscribers at the moment, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, the views are doing well. So sort of definitely depends on what I post. The Red Hook ones always get more views, which is funny, because everything else has, I don't know, seven, eight, nine hundred views. The Red Hook ones have over 2,000 each. It's like clickbait names are, <laughs> is the way to get views. <laughs> um, you just kind of yeah, like go spin out to a coffee shop or something and be like, Red Hook training, <laughs> but you're just going to get coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I, can't even, I can't do a video just about nothing yet or just wake up and just decide to go out and do something. Just, I don't, 
I need I need to be about something. I need to be going to like an event or a race or whatever. Uh, so I sort of know what to do. But I want to kind of try and get out of that state of mind and just start filming more, start filming more consistently. So I should be doing a couple of videos this coming week. It's kind of like one of them's a surprise. One of them is uh, going to like watch a cross race or something. So that should be good watching my friends fall down in mud all day. <laughs> yeah, the one the day before is going to be a bit uh, random and unexpected. So I'm keeping that one under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That so, be good. so how do you get to all the races? Do you have support or are you just kind of doing it all yourself? Uh, no, I'm yeah, doing it all myself. Never had support. Um, just, yeah, save up and... Well, not even save up, really. Just sort of buy the flights um, early doors so you get them for a decent price. Um, yeah, and just sort of finding my way around or trying to stay with friends. I've only done that a couple of times, but, you know. Yeah, just doing it all myself. Just don't have much of a plan. It's sort of the best way to do it. And the more fun way as well. I'm going to try and stay with as many friends as I can when I go uh, in April just to keep costs down and to... Have more fun, you know, sleeping on sofas and stuff. It'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> then it feels like you're, you know, living that punk rock life or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Couch surfing across America. It's going to be wicked. Yeah, exactly. So what races are you planning on doing this year or just going to shoot videos um, about? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that uh, so that will be the first one uh, in April slash May. So Mission Crit. Red Hook, uh, New York, and then I may, I think there's places are sold out, but I may try and just go down for the weekend to uh, Fixed 42, one of the rad races. Yes, yes. I want to do that so bad one day. It does look really fun. It's just, not on the cards like, this year, but maybe next. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm not stopping anytime soon, so I'll do it how many years I can. I actually want to race one of them at some point, but yeah, I think the spaces are sold out, but I still want to go down with friends. This is a document uh proceedings um and then i may well go to the other red hook so i might just go to barcelona i'll definitely go to london because that's here almost definitely go to barcelona because that is just you know awesome like a weekend on the beach with loads of my friends can't really say no to that and it's cheap um might skip milan and then just do some more random traveling to countries i haven't been to yet just like pick a random one go and make some videos for a week or so yeah, that'd be awesome. A bike, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a, there's a track bike road race uh, in California that I'm trying to do. It's like uh, two days they have a crit, a road race, and a time trial. Like all on track bikes. <laughs> it sounds brutal, oh, but I think that's my big plan yeah. for the year. <laughs> oh, no. Where did you go? Oh, you're back. Um, no, I, that sounds horrible for me because i'm like the most unfit person honestly like i don't train or anything so i just take it time very loosely i turn up and get my picture taken that is honestly what i would do but it does sound fun though give it a go yeah for sure um i just got like uh one of my friends is a triathlon coach and yesterday we were talking and he's like you know what put me on podium and i'm gonna send you a bunch of workouts <laughs> and i was like oh shit <laughs> so he sent me over like seven workouts I have to start doing regularly. <laughs> so I guess I'm like actually training now. <laughs> actually training. Yeah. I mean, I just got back from the gym and none of it was cycle cycling related at all. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I train 
I don't know, four or five times a week, and none of it is on a bike. So maybe that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> well, you know, what can you do? <laughs> intervals, I, man. You got to do intervals and power oh, threshold. <laughs> God, no. When people start talking about that, it's just like, it's not fun when you start. No, doing, that's not the fun you know. part at all. <laughs> so I just want to go and rip through traffic with like four different people and run red lights and all that stuff. That is my idea of fun on a track bike. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next. What's your favorite kind of track bike riding to do? Just mashing around the city and... Oh, yeah, man. Like, in the summer, shorts and t-shirt weather. Not like at the moment here. It's very much long sleeves and trousers. But, yeah, New York's probably my favorite city to ride around, just up and down the avenues, because it's so much wider than London roads. There's so much more space. Everything's bigger. Uh, The drivers act a lot differently as well. Like, that city is so much fun to ride around with loads of people catch that wave of green lights which is what everyone says or everyone sort of uh, mentions when they come back from the states or new york in particular is that you can catch the wave of green lights and you can it is fucking mental like i think about like 40 blocks or something on greens it was wicked i can't wait to go back and just shred traffic with them i'm more excited about traffic riding than i am for actually racing in the race yeah, maybe you go to maybe you got to go do monster track or something. Oh god, I think I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what scares me about this. <laughs> no, I don't. I never did alley cats, but I do like to ride around the city and just go as fast as I can. And no, and yeah, like, that's exactly yeah, that's exactly me. Like, I can't do racing on city streets really. Yeah, but then I can sort of just mash around as if I was racing. But when everyone, whenever someone's like, "Hey, do you want to do an alley cat?" It's like, "Nope, that's dangerous." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that is not up my alley whatsoever. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> not me. So what attracts you to doing like uh, the fixed gear racing and stuff? Just kind of like going to them, just kind of the culture, the community. The... Yeah, it's just hanging out with people who are all, you know, it's like hundreds of people. But then it's like, I don't know, the core, I don't know, 50 or 100 are almost always there. Um, that Yeah, that you just see you know, maybe four or five times a year at the races. And you just love hanging out with everyone. It's like really good friends that you hardly see. So you sort of build up a time of missing everyone. And you finally get there. You're like, yeah, this is awesome. We're all here to do this one thing, uh, you know, ride track bikes like maniacs and get kind of drunk. And it's, yeah, it's awesome. That's the main <laughs> I think that's the biggest attraction to a lot of that stuff. Like a lot of this community is just like, part of the reason why I want to get out and go to races is just to kind of just hang out with other people that like to talk about bikes and, and be on track bikes and ride track bikes, not on a track. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's like, yeah, the conversations that I have with us, like random people who just walk past and like, look at your bike and then it's like, Hey, and then I'm like, Hey, we just start talking. And then I find out their name like half an hour later. Like that's how long we've been talking about bikes and stuff. That I even stopped to ask for their name. Right. It's like that. That's why I love. It's just the enthusiasm about the bikes. Like I only really get that at these events now. Yeah. Because everyone's there for one thing. What attracts you to fixed gear bikes specifically? Because I know you said uh, you had a carbon road bike, but fuck road bikes. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, road bikes. Like, um, I don't know. I, I literally try to put my finger on it because um, I. I don't necessarily want a road bike, but I thought at some point I would uh, kind of try and take the racing a little bit more seriously. So that means kind of training on a road bike so you can do, you know, more 
or just better training on it than you can on a track bike. Um, but what, I don't know. I don't know what it is that I like about track bikes more. I think it's just the control that you have, or I hate that fucking cliche line. You feel connected to the bike, right? <laughs> I always say how corny that sounds, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible line. I don't know who made it up, but like, you you are connected to the bike. You know, it's like it's your legs doing everything. It's speeding up. It's the slowing down. It's, you don't have to rely on rely on brakes. Like I honestly think that people who ride, well, for the most part, like commuters especially who ride, you know, hybrids and road bikes with fully functioning brakes are definitely uh, more at risk of having an accident than people who are experienced on track bikes because we're thinking, you know, a few moves ahead and they're just like dawdling along. Waiting for something to fucking jump out, and then they slam their brakes on, or go over the handlebars, or just skid and go into it. But we've seen it; we've gone around it. Like, I think that's what. Yeah, that's like. I don't know what it is. I don't, it's a thing that you have to do if you don't ride a track bike to understand. Yeah, it's ephemeral for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I've like I've gone back and forth between like having road bikes and. Now I don't. I just have two track bikes, and then yes, and then like part of me sometimes is like, oh, I need to get a road bike, <laughs> and then I like talk myself out of it. So I don't know, because there's something about like when I'm on my track bike and I'm on rides and stuff, I'm just having more fun. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what it is. I just feel more like I'm in the moment. Definitely, like I've been riding the gangster a lot lately, just because of rain, and uh, I moved uh, shops. I work in a bike shop. And it's like, I don't know, five minutes from my house ride. Um, so I'm not going to, you know, put my road shoes on every day and jump on the 22 because it would be even shorter rides. Like, there's no real point. <laughs> um, it's just sitting there. It's like, I really just want to get out and ride that bike again. Like, it's summer. Like, I cannot wait for the summer just to get on that thing again and actually enjoy it. Not worry about getting dirty and things like that. Because I'm very, I, that bike is so clean right now. It looks like it hasn't been ridden ever. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm thinking I need to get one of those Weiss frames. Those are... They, they, I was thinking about one of those. I have no idea why. So I don't need it at all because it's right? just another track bike like like the 22. But yeah, you know, ridden uh, Kira's, but although it is tiny and uh, a few of the others, and they are really, they're really stiff. They are nice bikes and they just look fucking cool, man. Yeah. Because they look so different. Yeah, I love it. A crazy asymmetrical rear triangle. Yeah, I'm I think c- the first one I saw was Jeremy's um, uh, a couple of years ago, and it had, or I don't know, a year and a half ago or something. And it was the one that he had. It was red. It was the first one that he like brought out or whatever. Not him. Um, and yeah, that the really fat sort of stay at the back had, you know, cutouts in it and it just looked like well, he described it as a mad max bike, and I suppose there really isn't a, a better definition than that. It did look really fucking mad max ish. But yeah, that was pretty nice. And they've all got them now. Without the cutouts though, because I think that's the his little niche. But yeah, they're cool bikes, man. Definitely get one, I think. <laughs> yeah, i I'm feeling it. I kinda wanna get a steel bike, so Though I have been toying around with like wanting a number twenty two because I'm interested in titanium. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that well, that's you know the twenty two holds a place in my heart, so it'd definitely be that over the the other one. But 
They're both cool bikes, but obviously mine is better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what wheels are you running on that 22? Uh, so just before Red Hook Barcelona, I had just had them built up. So I've got blue uh, fills, uh, fill wood hubs, lace to 58 mil fast sport carbons and with like Sapim CX ray spokes. So it's like the perfect wheel set for me. I think it's like 30, 32, 36 hole. So yeah, they're strong as fuck for me because I'm going to like, destroy this bike at some point uh i didn't want like really delicate light chintzy race wheels with like 20 spokes and or something i said like, just make them strong and fast and that is what they are definitely stronger than faster though which is what i wanted because i want to be able to like thrash it around a bit <laughs> yeah i'm on the same i'm on the same page on that because i have uh i got some h plus sun hydra rims Oh yeah, and then I laced them to all city hubs, and they're thirty-two hole. I just wanted something that was like gonna just because I mostly like when I'm riding, even if I'm on my like race bike, quote unquote, or I'm out on like a training ride or whatever. Like mm. I'm riding. First of all, I'm starting in the city, and then I'm riding on roads. Like I'm gonna go do a climb or something, and I'm on roads. So I want something that's like if I hit a pothole, isn't going to like snap or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't want to have to worry about, you know, first of all, like packing them into a box or a bag to travel. They don't have to worry that much. They're going to get bent or yeah. broke or whatever. And then when I'm there, especially in uh, Milan, because a lot of the um, roads are cobbles, they don't have to just be like worrying every minute or every second about, oh my God, is something broken? Did I break a spoke? Did I do this? Did I do that? I just build up a strong as fuck set of wheels so I can just ride, you know, not carelessly, but just don't have to worry as much. Yeah, exactly. And they look cool as well, which they do, and they do. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's what I like about the Hydras too. I just love their text, like, on the rim. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. And I it looks so sick when I look down and it's spinning, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are a cool rim. Yeah. They are a cool rim. It's all about the those little things, you know? Oh, tell me about it. I've got blue titanium bolts in my MV stem. Like, you have to get really close to fucking see them, but I know they're there when you get close. Like, oh, shit, yeah, details. Like, like I said, there is basically nothing left to do to this down to the bolts. Literally. Blue tie bolts in a stem. Fuck yeah. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think there's much else to do to it after that. I'm not quite there yet, but hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned line of sight. What other videos kind of brought you up in that scene like some of your favorite things to watch and god what else was there and you mentioned chaz and i just had so i'm releasing his episode tomorrow oh cool yeah yeah, yeah. i saw that and uh yeah i love i love that there's this video we talk about it a little bit in his episode where he's like i think it's just called pace line or something Mm. and it's like him and dylan and they're just like riding behind a scooter and it's like the most simple it. video, but it's so fucking like it just every time I watch it, I'm like, I need to be on my bike right now. What am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah watching, yeah, especially the, the MASH videos when they started coming out, like the first one that came out in like 2007 or something. That yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like cottoned on to around the time I had got my bike and I was like watching Line of Sight, watched that through loads of times. Um, and then they like were doing the like tour thing um, while they were like releasing the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, we showed them around. We did like a 
I say it was a cross ride. We were on track bikes and I don't know whose idea it was, but we went on like cross trails around uh, a park in London. <laughs> and I, I, I was on my eight bar, like with like 25 C tires. We're all brakeless. It was probably one of the most fun rides I've ever done, like led by the MASH guys. Fuck yeah. Through, yeah, like cross trails like that. I've never done that. But like it's in my city and I never thought to do it. It's like, that's fucking fun, man. Um, but yeah, watching the MASH videos, I think Line of Sight, I, I just watched it like a million times. That was just the main one. I couldn't get over it Like at the time. I was like, this is awesome. Um, and it's really surreal now. I was just thinking about it, watching that and watching a, a few other the Monster Track videos with um, Alfred uh, Bobe Jr. Mm-hmm. And then just, I don't know, a few months ago, I was doing yoga on a roof in Barcelona while drunk with him and a few other people. It's like, that is the weirdest thing. You know, it's like, kind of like idolized him a few years ago when I was younger. Like, oh my God, this guy is so cool. And then I was doing drunk yoga on a roof with him. Like, the hell? That video is like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was recording that day because that was, yeah, I don't remember, I remember much of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. Like, yeah, doing drunk yoga with this guy that I was just uh, watching a few years ago. And he's like the coolest guy. He's really chill. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I just had a, um, I just interviewed Angus Morton and, Mm. and he's like racing with Specialized Rocket Espresso next year. Oh. And uh, so I just had him on the show because I really like his podcast and, it's kind of a little off topic from the from this podcast because because he's never really raced fixed gear before and so Ooh. basically like mission crit I think will be his first track bike race. Um, oh shit. It's going to be fun. Yeah, right. And uh and but yeah, just talking to him. It's like one of those dudes he's like I love his films that he makes with his brother and like all this stuff and I love his podcast and just having him on. He was just like such a cool dude and I'm like Fuck yeah, let's go ride. He's like, next time we're in Colorado, let's go ride. I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't know that they were taking on more people. Is that public information? Yeah. Yeah, he announced it on his podcast, so I think I'm allowed to say it too. <laughs> but yeah, they haven't put that out yet. Uh, that he's, I don't think they've put it out on their Instagram yet. But they've kind of been announcing their team slowly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I figured since he had mentioned it on his podcast that it was okay if I did. <laughs> well, yeah, imagine if you didn't and you're sort of dropping him in it. Like everyone listens to it. It's like, wait, what? They're getting a new rider. No one said this. What, 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 what? Yep. So you heard it here. Angus Morton, Team Rockets, <laughs> Team Specialized Rocket Espresso. God, that yeah, that team's going to be pretty fucking strong next year then. Or yeah. this year. Oh, and there was another race I wanted to mention that you should look into because it looks mm. fucking fun. So, because you mentioned riding on cross trails, yeah, and in Minneapolis they have the All City Championship, and they're having the uh, quote unquote National Championship Chip Tracklocross race, (laughs) (laughs) which is basically what you described. It's a race of fixed gear bikes on the dirt. So, (laughs) yes, so yes. Yeah. Do you know when that is? I might put it into a yeah, diet. and it, it's like a whole weekend of cycling that all city hosts. So it's it should be a fucking rad weekend. I think there's an alley cat. There's the track low cross race. There's a a cutty cross race for like people with gears and you know <laughs> gears. Yeah, right. I'll send yeah. you a uh, I'll send you the the flyer because I oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know off the top of my head, but I think it's in June. 
Oh, around the time of my birthday, then that could be fun. Yeah, and it's in Minneapolis, so you know you get to go to the Mall of America. So you <laughs> <laughs> can come see what America is about. You know, <laughs> we got the Mall of America. We got Trump. Man, it's good here. <laughs> yeah, we got Trump. Come here. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, that, could be, <laughs> that could be good actually, because I'm not. Yeah, had no plans to go away in June at all. So yeah, could be a birthday thing. Yeah, I definitely want to do that race because I'm just like, just, you know, drink a bunch of beer, ride a track bike on the dirt and not really be competitive. Just like have fun and try to bunny hop some shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That is literally what you've just described, like what I would be doing, getting a little bit drunk and trying to jump shit on my bike, not taking it seriously, just getting dirty and having a good time. Yes. On a track bike. Yeah, that'll be red. Oh yeah, I kind of wanted to get into. Uh, do you ride with headphones? And if you do, what are you listening to? And if not, why not? Oh <laughs> uh, well, first of all, who the fuck is riding in silence? Like, what are you doing with your life, listening to the wind? Um, <laughs> so yeah, headphones is an absolute must. And I've got wireless headphones, and I tell you, if if because it doesn't happen a lot, if I let them die because I haven't charged them up. I am so sad. It just ruins my day. It's like I've got to ride listening to fucking beeping cars and other crap. So yeah, headphones are a must. And what am I listening to? A lot of random, random shit. So I've got loads of different playlists. I've got Ride Like an Idiot. Uh, just riding, so that's a little bit more chill. Um, a lot of old school hip-hop in there. Uh Let's go into the riding like an idiot one because that's just got loads of upbeat traffic shredding stuff. Um, and a lot of it is actually from videos like the MASH. I got loads of MASH uh, songs from the video that came out in 20, well, the recent one and the one in 2007. Uh, a few from Macaframa um, and loads from a couple of mountain bike videos because. I don't have a mountain bike, never held a mountain bike, but I love watching mountain bike videos. So I've got loads of them from that. Lots of, yeah, just kind of heavy metal type stuff, man. Nice. It depends on the mood as well. Sometimes I'll just, just go onto songs on Spotify and then just shuffle it. And I don't know, after about 10 shuffles, I've got the right song. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go with that and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a ride the other day in the foothills, and for some reason, like, I just wanted to listen to Lena Del Rey, and it was so <laughs> epic. <laughs> songs, yeah, songs fit situations so perfectly on bikes sometimes. That, like, if I'm going down a certain stretch of road, there's an infamous, uh, uh, quite a long stretch in London called Euston Road that everyone should know about. Um, the best way to describe it is it's like... Um, like one of the avenues in New York. It's really, it's quite wide and really straight. Um, and you can catch a sort of wave of lights down that, which is pretty rare for London. Um, and if I'm going down that, I will put on some fucking hardcore music and just get into the drops and shred down that road. It's so much fun. You're getting past cars and motorbikes and things like that. And we'll get to the end. This is like a known meeting point. And everyone's sort of filtering in, like, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes later on because they got stuck at one light or, I don't know, someone might have at one point gone through the back window of a car. I'm not going to say who it was, but it might have happened once. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Yeah, music is an absolute must while I'm riding. Um, I'm listening to a, quite a lot of Van Halen at the moment. Uh, one yeah. of my, uh, Panama is absolutely brilliant. I fucking love that song to listen to. Uh, God, what else have I got on here? Some uh, most deaf. A lot of old stuff. I am Man, quite I love, into stuff. I love listening to most deaf while I ride. Oh, it's seriously. It, yeah. Is uh, he puts me in a really good mood. Uh, yeah. favorite song to listen to him or listen to of his while riding miss fat booty. Absolute classic tune. <laughs> so good. I can so love good. that song. Yeah, man. I love like hip hop when I'm like, cause I live in Colorado. So we have a lot of mountains here. So pretty much anytime I go ride up in the mountains or anything like hip hop on the way down, like matches my <laughs> cadence perfectly for the speed I want to mm. be going where I'm don't feel out of control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's funny. You said that. Yeah. Cadence. It has to match the cadence. So if I'm really chill on the gangster on a nice Sunday, it's, you know, I might put on a little bit of mini Ripton, not going to lie. You know, yeah. That might come in out. But then down a specific hill, I am going to put on some uh, ribcage or something, something pretty heavy. Yeah, absolutely. That's like when I was listening to Lena Del Rey the other day, I was going up a mountain. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted something chill. So <laughs> You don't want to push yourself too hard yeah. by default. <laughs> exactly, especially because I was in kind of a big gear and my legs were really hurting. <laughs> God, climbing. <laughs> uh, it's fun. It's fun for me. I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, we talked about road bikes earlier. I did actually order a road bike into my shop to just sort of uh, have a little spin on. Uh, should be coming in tomorrow. Um You'll see how it is. May or may not purchase, uh, but I wouldn't shout about it if I did. So if I don't, <laughs> if I don't, no one will know unless you've listened to this. So, <laughs> right? Well, I was climbing <laughs> on the track bike. So, I, you know, I actually prefer climbing on a track bike if I've ever yeah. done it. Like we did um, Lake Como in Italy uh, two years ago after a Red Hook on like the Sunday or the Monday or something, and I was on. Uh, this it was a stupid choice at the time because I did like completely uh, bonk like towards the end. I just had no energy left. But I was on the gangster wide bars, thirty two C tires, cages, and what was I on? Like forty seven eighteen. Like a stupid, like the worst bike to climb on. <laughs> like, amongst all my friends who were one of them was on a road bike, the rest of them were on you know track bikes twenty five C, clipped in and you know, kit and shit. I was just like in shorts and a t-shirt and that like, but you know, I could go up hills pretty well, but I think I just expended all my energy. So towards the end I was cramping up. It was horrible. I wanted to go home. I was crying. I wasn't crying, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, climbing on a track bike initially is a lot easier for me than when I'm on a road bike. Maybe I just haven't done it enough when I'm on a road bike, but I just, it just kind of like, it helps you up because it's, you know, the pedals coming back around for you. Yeah. I feel the same way. I like, I will give up easier on a road bike sometimes and just be like, all right. <laughs> Fully. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I stop pedaling for a second or like, I don't know. I don't know what yeah, it it's is. Like hard, hard to get it back, man. Like if you just like coast a little bit, it's like you got to start up again. But if you're on a track bike, it's always coming around. Just get into a rhythm and just sort of go. For sure. 
for sure. So what are some of the most epic rides you've been on? Ooh, God, there's been so many. <laughs> yeah, right? Just pick a couple, uh, you know, story time. <laughs> God, what did we do? We, uh, was it first year? Yeah, the first year we went to New York in 20, 2016. Um, we, me and a couple of friends, so yeah, we stayed in a house of about eight people. We were always sort of breaking off and doing our own thing. And three of us went to, um, from Brooklyn, we were down to Coney Island, and it was... It's just like one really, really straight road for a long time. But like, it was one of the more fun rides because we were on like a cycle path that's like on the pavement that's really wide as well. Um, and we were just like chatting all the way down and we saw the most random shit down this road. Like there was just loads of stuff happening in <laughs> New York. There's always something weird going on. Like I'm pretty sure, oh, what happened? A guy had... Was it, like a fish tank on his bike and it, or, or a vase or something and it fell off and smashed and went everywhere. It's like, that was just one of the weird things that we saw. But yeah, this is a really fun ride because we just like chatted about stuff. Like that's when a deep stuff comes out when it's just one long, boring road. We start getting into really personal shit, which I won't go into. It's like, yeah, it's just a really, yeah, it's a really fun ride with a couple of close friends. Um, more epic rides. Not even... Oh shit, I keep pulling the wire out. Um, not even necessarily long ones, but um, starting at the bottom end of Manhattan, like on, what is it, like first or second street. Um, and just, yeah, bombing all the way up to Central Park. I don't know how many blocks or roads or whatever that is. But it was about 10 minutes of solid, like, shredding. We did that a few times while we were there, just catching a uh, sort of little wave, like, those little instances are some of my favorites. Like I've done really long rides before, but they're kind of boring, you know? Like I did an overnight ride, which was like 117 miles. Track bike, brakeless, you know, it was, yeah, it was good fun at the time, but would I do it again? No fucking way. It was so boring, man. <laughs> it's like short, sharp rides are my favorite ones. So just, you know, city cruises with friends are... Like is, is where I have the best memories because it's where all this sort of sketchy shit happens. Like someone I don't know, can't quite stop and skids into the back of a car or something like that. It's like all the fun stuff happens. Where all the all the story points happen on those crazy rides, man. Yeah, talk about the fixed gear scene, if you if you will, or community mm. out in in London because. You know, we sit, I sit over here in the U.S. and a lot of us, you know, we look over there and we're like, you guys got East London fixed. You guys got, you know, <laughs> Raff and Nocturne, you know, has a fixed gear oh, category. God, yeah, like, yeah. It seems like from over here that Europe is what's up when it comes to all that stuff. Uh, you know, I it's the fixed gear scene is uh, it's all right here. It was I think it was a lot better a couple of years ago. Because um, there were like rides consistently, um, I think it's it's almost like dying off in terms of the social aspect. Like ever since uh, Red Hook came to London, like, everyone like at the time I did as well, but now I can't be fucking bothered. Like formed a team and jumped on the team. I got sponsors and all that shit, and they're all dedicated to training. And like the social rides, just, like took a decline really drop down. So there's not much social aspect anymore, apart from when we go to a race or someone puts on a race, then we're all there. But yeah, there's not many social ones. But in terms of the racing, I think the exact same about 
the states whenever i'm looking on instagram or something i swear you guys have like depending on who it is like especially addison uh as like he was always doing a track crit like every weekend or something it's like we don't have that at all they're all road crits here Hmm. uh in london and in england it's not really like a big thing apart from you know when a big event like the the Rafa nocturne comes to town that's once a year but yeah like every weekend like some one of my american friends is doing a track crit somewhere so i think like the opposite like it's it's better in the states in well in some states than it is in london definitely i think there's a lot more opportunity um that i've noticed doing a race every week or something like if there was that in london i'd probably be racing a lot more uh, than i well racing a lot more than i am doing at the moment if i could but yeah, it's not out there yeah. which is a shame i guess that maybe it just looked like that because like everybody that has popular youtube channels is from london <laughs> <laughs> just bringing francis back into it <laughs> oh no <laughs> Well, no, it's like, it's like, uh, well, it is Francis and then, uh, <laughs> Kira, then you, and then Juliet Elliott. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty true. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, yeah, when there is a race we're we are doing a video, that's we'll probably true. be doing a video about the same thing. Yeah. It, just, it might seem like there's loads of races, but no, we just did four different videos of the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure there was like three or four uh of uh red hook london that went down like i definitely did one obviously i don't think francis was here but kira did one and juliet did one so it's like our own view of the same day which i don't know depending on the way you look at it is they're basically they basically are different videos because they're showing you a complete different side you know juliet and kira will always get into the race um so they'll have the qualifier and then they'll go off and do something and then they'll be warming up for the race and I have some race footage, you know, GoPros or whatever. It's like me, I just kind of ride around with my camera on the like practice or the shakedown session and then I'll fuck off for 10 minutes, go and race, pick the camera back up and say, well, I didn't qualify, now I'm going <laughs> to uh, go and like talk to people. So yeah, they are very different, but we're probably doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> What was your uh, um, best kind of placement at a red hook? <laughs> or have you qualified like, yet? It's so hard. No, uh, yeah, it, it's like, so intense. I feel like I could make excuses for everyone on my qualifying attempts, but it's like, it's all down to me, you know? It's just like, I, I, I much prefer riding in traffic on my own, yeah. doing you know, hella dangerous shit than I do with loads of big dudes around me. Like, it's, I don't know what it is. Like, Red Hook is technically safer than riding on tra in traffic. I don't know. Uh, it's, not, it's not a proven thing. I'm just like, spouting out my ass here. But, like, <laughs> it, it should be more fun. Everyone's in helmets. It's, you know, it's well, semi-sanctioned, you know. There's marshals, there's ambulances on scene. But I feel more at risk when I'm doing a Red Hook than I do when I'm riding, listening to music without a helmet on through traffic. I don't know, it's like, yeah, I've never qualified. I've come close a good few times just without really trying. Oh, yeah. been like, oh, that was actually pretty good. Like, a few spots away from, like, the last chance race. Like, it'd be fun to get into the last chance race. Um, even if I did, would I do it? Maybe not, because, like, that's the one where everyone is really gunning it to get into the main race. That's probably the more dangerous one out, uh, between uh, that and the main race is the last chance, because everyone wants to get into it. 
everyone's just putting their fucking lives on the line to get into the <laughs> place. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'll, I might try and take it semi-seriously one year, but this year is definitely going to concentrate more on like videos and stuff and sort of just taking people more through the personal experience of a racer. I was air-quoting there because you can't see me. But yeah, <laughs> I'm a racer. Yeah, immersing people in what happens behind the scenes. Yeah, I think that's interesting because I think a lot of people that are interested in like Red Hook and stuff, uh, I think it's cool that what all you guys are doing with your like YouTube and you specifically because yours is more fixed gear focused uh, mm. is just kind of showing what the day looks like. So what people can expect when they get there because it's like it just seems like such a like the parties and stuff seem really rad. <laughs> But then, oh like, yeah. but then, That's like, good parties this year. yeah, like, I have no, I have no interest in like trying to qualify Red Hook this year. Like, it's not even, yeah. I'm not even going to go because, like, I want to spend my money going to mission and, like, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you in mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, there's a few other ones I want to go to that I'm spacing on mm. off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, so just kind of showing what that experience is like for the people that do want to go there. Cause I think that especially, yeah, I, especially since it's inception, it's like so pro now and it seems like so much pressure if you are putting that on yourself, but you can also go and experience the community race in the qualifier. At least everybody gets to get on the course. Yeah, exactly. Everyone gets to actually have like a little race now, which is, uh, yeah, I like the new format, but um, I suppose I'm sort of I'm never going to do well in them uh, out just out of default, really, because like this is the premium in you know track crit racing. This is the World Cup. This is I don't know the Super Bowl or whatever. Like this is the the big one. It's like, and I'm trying to do it. It's like, why am I trying to do this? Why don't I just try and do some smaller ones to sort of pace myself? No, I go straight to the top and. <laughs> Try try and like kick it with some guys that do this for a fucking living. Like, what, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm never going to do well against them uh, just because, yeah, they they are probably training right now for it, really. And you know, I've I haven't trained in maybe a year or so. Like, actually, gone out on a training ride on a bike. So yeah, I'm. I'm I was never going to do well out of default because I'm going to these like big world cups and stuff, but yeah, it's for the experience, you know? Yeah. Like I definitely want to try and do more one year, but this year is definitely going to focus on trying to grow my, uh, my YouTube through just traveling as much as I can. So yeah, that's why I'm spending a couple of weeks in America this year. I'll be like the big one and then yeah, try and do some smaller European stuff. Nice. Did you do Rafa last year? Uh, well the Nocturne. Yeah. I did no. I didn't race it. Did I do a video that day? No, no, no. no. Uh, I just yeah. I it, oh, it's actually like my birthday. Like on the day, it's, my birthday is on the sixth of June, and um, it's always always around that day. So it's a couple. Uh, one time it was like on the day, and I'll have like a birthday ride organized by a friend to the race, and then we'll watch the racing for the day in the evening, and then yeah, it's just a really cool day. But I may race it this year because I haven't. Yeah, I've never raced it. All my friends, or you know, loads of my friends, do race it. And it's fucking awesome. You know, on London, like really, really central London streets. Yeah. Um, as opposed to Red Hook, which is like closed off kind of car park kind of kind of thing. 
um, which is probably safer because no fucking potholes and speed bumps. I swear <laughs> there is a speed bump in the, the last couple of nocturnes here. Um, yeah, that course looked really intense. Oh, there was like that this. hairpin that was like on that really really skinny street, and it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, saw some pier, saw some uh, broken wheels, uh, bloodied people after that. But yeah, that looked fun. But our uh, wheels wouldn't have been broken. <laughs> no, exactly. Strong as fuck. I'll just ride over your face if you're on the floor over there. <laughs> but, um, God, what happened on that day? Why is my memory so fuzzy? Oh, fuck. Yeah. We, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, put it like this I got home at like six in the morning after that race. <laughs> there was like an impromptu after party. We, a few of my friends got really drunk and then just gunned it through traffic through central well there's hardly any traffic but like didn't stop at any lights through central london to like a mcdonald's because we were all very hungry got like 20 nuggets 20 nugget boxes each <laughs> and yeah just to chow down got home when it was getting light like that was an awesome day like and i didn't even race and i had probably more fun than people were racing <laughs> like, that was a fun one yeah for yeah. sure that sounds rad yeah i may race the next one May, may do. <laughs> turn up and get my picture taken, obviously. Hell yeah. Well, I don't know. Do they, I, they just have like a men and women's category, right? They don't have like a, like a full uh, spectrum of categories for track bikes, right? Yeah, not Because it's track- a road race mostly. Yeah, actually there's, yeah, there's road bikes. So there's, there's a lot of racing actually. There's uh the fold up bikes. Like yeah, I saw bronze. that. That was goofy. <laughs> it's like, I, seriously, I would do that over the track bike race. That like looked fun though. I would so do that race, man. Um, then they've got like the city bike race. Um, there's a penny farthing race, which is always fun to watch. Um, God, what else is there? Yeah, I think there's, yeah, some really weird like racing. And then there's the, Elite men's on road, elite women's on road, and then same thing for is the same thing for track. I don't know if there's enough people to do uh, categories for it, but there's definitely men's and women's. I think a couple of years ago there was it was like mixed men's and women's because there was hardly any women doing it. But now there's a lot more exposure for the women's racing, so there's you know, they have their own category in it. Don't have to ride with big smelly dudes, which is awesome for them because actually get their own race. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it'll probably be a lot bigger this year, so there may well be uh, categories in the women's one as well, which would be cool. Fuck More yeah. racing torch. Yeah. All right, is there anything else? Is there anything you want to shout out before we get out of here? Your YouTube channel? Your... My YouTube channel? Yes. Go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, it is Levi Blue, and I'm looking at it now. I've got 901 subscribers. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Um, yeah, go and support me on there. Um don't follow me on Instagram because I now hate Instagram. Um, but yeah, just, just yeah, just my YouTube. I'm really trying to grow that. You know, leave a comment or whatever on last video. Say hey, uh, I will definitely respond to you because I'm a nice guy. That's <laughs> true. He responded very quickly. <laughs> I do. It's like yeah, there's there's plenty of people that I like have sent messages to, you know, uh, like years ago, fan fangirling about something it's like hey uh blah 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 and he didn't get a reply and i felt like god you're a dick man so like anyone who like comments on anything on instagram or um youtube i will reply no matter how many times they ask it because i just got another comment on youtube i think yesterday asking what bag i use 
And I don't know how many times I have answered that question <laughs> separately to people. Um, but then I always reply, it is this, that, and the other. I don't think you can buy them anymore, though. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think I might just say it at the start of my next video, even though it's completely unrelated, I might not even have had a bag on. I'll just, be, I'll just address the issue. Like, like guys, stop asking me what bag I have. It's a T-level infinity. I don't make them anymore. Stop asking me. But I'll probably still reply if you ask me. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Kira mentioned how you're always in a hat. So I am always in a hat. How, I'm in a hat right now. How many hats do you have? <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, five panels, and then like a smattering of other really, really odd hats, like a trilby. There's a probably a pork pie hat up there somewhere. Uh, a top hat. Yeah, I got a lot of hats. I, I, I guess because I had big hair at one point in my life, and I could never wear hats. Um, like the hair would like sprout out from the side. So now I got short hair. Take full advantage of wearing a hat whenever I can. Like right now, like I'm indoors. Why the hell am I wearing a hat? <laughs> why not? Because I can. Exactly. Why not? Yeah, I've been uh, obsessed with collecting dad hats lately. So. <laughs> dad. <hats. laughs> and then I got that mash uh, corduroy hat. That hat's sick. Oh, I wanted that one. I got the uh, I got the wool uh, gray one. Uh, I didn't actually buy that. I won that when they were uh, touring around doing their video thing. They put on some like events, and I won a couple of them. I won like a big Vans hoodie, which is really nice. I got that somewhere, but yeah, I won that um, like gray wool mash hat, which is probably one of my favorite hats hanging up on my wall right now. Nice. I, I love hats. I don't know why. It keeps me warm. <laughs> I feel you. I love hats too. So is there anything you want to say before we head out? Uh, no, I think we've covered everything. I can't even talk now. I've got like dry mouth. I've finished my drink. Uh, I feel like I was talking far too much. Oh, <laughs> I you're do good. that. <laughs> um, well, thanks for doing this. Ah, anytime, man. I'll do it again at some point, you know, when people forget about me. Yeah, you can <laughs> pop on and talk about races. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe I'll see you at Mission. Definitely, yeah, I'll be there. I'm coming like the Wednesday before the race and then staying a whole seven days to the next Wednesday before I go to New York. So yeah, I've got a week there. Um, definitely want to try and do as many things as I can. I don't know how many of my friends are actually going to that one, so I'll probably be relatively on my own, apart from the people that I know in San Francisco. So yeah, I'll just try to be, meet as many people as I can, ride as much. So yeah, if you're out there, let's, let's do something, dude. Nice, and I'm starting my YouTube channel then, so... Yes. That day. <laughs> Do it, man. I am. Yeah, that would be awesome. I will, yeah, yeah, hopefully I'll have a few more followers by then or subscribers or whatever and I'll like shout you out, be in the video. Yeah, man, that'll be wicked. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Cool. Thanks a lot again for doing this and uh, yeah, come back. <laughs> Sweet. Will do, man. Cool, man. Talk to you later. Cool. Bye. All right, that does it for another episode of Save the Track Bike. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are awesome. Please, if you have time, go leave a five-star rating and a review if you want. 
And yeah, today's episode was produced by David Draper. The music is from Vitamin Pets via Free Music Archive. And find us on Instagram at Save the Track Bike, SaveTheTrackBike.com. Thanks again to Levi for being on. Shout out to O'Wheelie Bike Shop. Now go ride whatever bike wherever you want.